This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You're live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here. I've got uh, Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. And we've got our guest uh, host in today, John Beeler. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Uh, we have a cool show today uh, and some really important news as well. If you use WhatsApp, it's been hacked. Uh of course, right? Everything's getting hacked now. Uh, but this is important because the hackers have uh, been able to put spyware into your phone and actually monitor your communication and even access your camera to watch you. So if you are using WhatsApp and that's concerning for you, stay tuned in the show. Uh, we've got Shruti Shakar from MobileSyrup.com to explain what you need to do to fix your phone right away. Uh, let's start off with some of the uh, app news uh, this uh, week, uh, guys. Uh, starting off uh, with uh, Amazon, John, uh, you brought this to my attention. They have uh, a line of tablets called their Fire Tablets. These are cheap uh, tablets under 100 bucks. I think designed to help you shop at Amazon even even more. Uh, but the latest one uh, coming out in a few weeks uh, will almost turn it into a uh, an Echo Show. And explain to the listeners what that means. Well, basically, an Echo Show is a uh, an Alexa Echo device with a screen and or a camera. And up until now, those features were very separated. So you couldn't use the uh, the f- tablet devices in the context of Alexa as a remote monitoring system, as a phone call system back and forth. And the new version that's coming out uh, in mid-June, uh, the, the Fire Tablet 7 specifically, uh, will now have that feature. Which Will is, it have all the Alexa features as well? Yes. What's to be determined though is what, uh, what stops at the border. Because we always get um, uh, different features that will stop at the Canadian border, unfortunately for us. Got it. So because a lot of these times uh, they they keep it in the U.S. for months and months and maybe even a year. Yeah. So so I, I just so I get this straight. This is a, a bit of software that's being installed into a device that gives us access to listen to your communications and access the. Cam- Didn't we just get upset at WhatsApp for doing this? <laughs> Well, this is a feature that's on the Echo Show. No, this is a feature you're buying. (laughs) So the difference between WhatsApp and this is that somebody else installed it for me. The difference is this is, uh, in Canada, it's a $70 tablet uh, versus the Echo Show, which starts up about $200. Yeah. So Do you know anybody that's got one of these Amazon Fire tablets? Yes. I I have two of them. You have two of them? What do you use them for? Uh, they're in my garage. <laughs> they're like right popping now. up a desk or something? Uh, no, no, no. They're just sitting on a shelf in my garage. Well, why'd you buy it? Well, I didn't buy it. They sent it to me. Okay. Yes. I bought one for my girlfriend. Yes. And she loves it. She why? didn't want to spend the money on an iPad. And yeah. so I so got So iPads really are hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Typically the one that she would want would probably be four or $500 minimum. Uh, but she just wanted something to surf on. She has a work iPad, so she has that covered. She just wanted to separate work and, and home life. And so I got her a tablet when it was on sale. It was a crazy good deal on Amazon. And uh, she loves it because she can play her games on it. She can surf the web. She can do her Gmail. And uh, I actually just hacked it so I could put so she could put the Google Play Store on it. So she has all the Android apps now. So that's the thing with the Amazon Fire tablets. You you have access to the Amazon store. That's right. You don't have access to the Google Play store, which is the main one. Correct. But it's a trivial five-minute operation to install the missing piece of software. Interesting. Uh, can you hear me, Christina? I can. Well, that means you don't have an ear infection. But if you did, there's an app to help determine uh, if uh, you do or not. Uh, it's called Ear Health. This is a app developed by the University of Washington, uh, and they claim with uh, this app and a piece of paper rolled up into a cone stuck in your ear, it can actually listen to hear if you've got fluid in your ears and determine if you have an ear infection. 
this is perfect for parents. I love living in the future. This is amazing. No, so it uh, actually, once you've rolled up this piece of paper into a <laughs> cone and stuck it in your kid's ear, uh, you hold up the phone with the app enabled, and it uh, sends little chirps down into the paper cone. This, this sounds like something MacGyver came up with. Um, yes. Is Am I the only person who's seeing the flaw in this? No, they say this is just as accurate, if not more accurate, than going to the doctor. Sure. Okay. So when you go to the doctor and they ask you if you use Q-tips and you say yes, what does the doctor respond to you? Stop sticking things in okay. your damn ear. I'm not saying jam the, Don't the cone Don't put all anything the smaller than your elbow in your ear. <laughs> that is the rule of thumb. And then you've got this cone and you're now trusting people to put it in their kids' ears? You don't jam it all the way in their ear, just kind of to the ear hole. It's like those old-timey uh, earpieces look like a phonograph. That's actually called an ear trumpet, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. I see room for error. That's and all I'm there's saying. There's no error. It's a piece of paper. And so it's been tested on kids from 18 months to 17 years old at the Seattle Children's Hospital. Does by, this work for adults as well? people or? who know what they're doing. Sure, sure, okay. <laughs> I mean, really... 85% accuracy. It, it's it's just looking to direct the sound down into that area and, and get it back. So that's... Completely understand. I just see that this could go wrong. Maybe just like, a instead of paper, a funnel. You've got to have one of those in the kitchen. That Nothing could possibly go wrong there, right? Hard plastic versus soft paper? Well, you know. <laughs> so, uh, I know a lot of you guys are cord cutters. Do you have cable TV, John? I do. Okay, but you're my age, so... Yes, we both have it. I tried to cut the cord, though, and they made me too good of a deal. They gave me more internet and more channels for less money. They, they offered me that, and of principle, I still said no. And, Christina, you, you cut the cord. Yes. Long time ago. Long time ago. So, Global TV now has uh, their app available for Roku TV. Oh, very nice. Huh? So, you really don't need cable TV anymore. Well, I... Because you, you know, get local... You will, but I don't know to what extent what uh, type of content they have on there uh, yet, but it just shows you more and more of these channels are moving on it's to the... It's just Tech Talk over and over again, isn't it? <laughs> it's our show, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that over and over again? Well, we've got we've got a Roku, I think, somewhere in stock. We should uh, we should install this and see how it is. I've, you know what? I've got like four Roku TVs in my house. I'll, I'll check I've it out I've got one tonight. of them too. All right. Yeah. Report back and tell us, uh, tell us what you think. Well, it's interesting. Roku, uh, they're the largest smart TV uh, box manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Bigger than Apple TV. Bigger, bigger than, than Chromecast, all of yeah. Bigger yeah. than Chromecast. So uh, chances are you're probably using one. So, well, anyway, now you can use uh, Global TV on it uh, as well. Uh, one more story that we're uh, following here as well. Uh, we've heard of wearables. Uh, what about hearables? Have you heard of this? Okay. Uh, so this is interesting. We're seeing more and more of this. Uh, there are companies now that uh, make uh, ear uh, hearing aids uh, that uh, actually work in conjunction with your iPhone and Android uh, phone to uh, actually, via voice, control the settings. Very on easy. the hearing hearing aids, which I think I'll probably be using soon, sooner sooner than Interesting. later. Interesting. So you can control the volume and things like that from using your voice assistant on your phone? Yeah. So there's a company called Resound. They launched uh, something called the Lynx Quattro, an AI-enabled smart hearing aid, hearing aid that uh, allows you to do that, which is kind of cool. There, there's, a, there's a cool piece of sci-fi technology that I've read about in a few different books called subvocal technology. It's basically a microphone that sits against your neck, and you don't even have to say anything. You just have to sort of make the idea of saying something. The signs don't quite leave your throat. And apparently that could be the cool new way that we work with our voice assistants because it's now comfortable to do that out in public. You don't have to say, you know, Alexa or Siri. You could just subvocalize it. Could be cool. Well, uh, talking about uh, Alexa and health in general, when we come back from the break, we'll be talking with Brian Jackson over at IT World Canada. And they say that 
leaving your Alexa on all the time, listening to how you're talking can actually help uh, diagnose a number of different uh, ailments. Really? Yes. All right. I mean, there's a few privacy issues, but we'll get into that. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back shortly after this. Let's talk about the Amazon Echo now with the Alexa voice assistant. We've uh, got a few updates uh, on uh, the health side, how uh, Alexa listening to you might actually be better for your health and uh, the potential for Alexa to actually help guard your home as well. Before we get to that, let's uh, bring on Brian Jackson from IT World Canada. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thanks for having me. Uh, We've talked about this in the past, uh, you and I, Brian, using Alexa to actually listen to you uh, as you're giving commands and, and speaking. Uh, and it, it can actually tell things about uh, your health. Explain to listeners how that works. Yeah. So the idea that we talked about before was that if we could have Alexa always listening to us, then it would be possible to run some sort of machine learning algorithm on everything that we're saying. And the reason that you would want to do that is because you can actually diagnose certain health conditions not only uh, physical health conditions that you might be suffering from and not know it yet, but even mental health conditions as well. So a good example of this is Alzheimer's disease. If you uh, are able to track the speech of somebody for uh, a good period of time, you can then detect when that speech is deteriorating and when they are exhibiting what uh, researchers would call or what doctors would call a phenotype a biological indicator that they are starting to uh, suffer from an early sign of Alzheimer's disease. And that would be something like the tone of their voice changing or the fluidity of their speech changing. And uh, yeah, it could be like a really great early warning sign to let somebody know that, hey, you might have an early case of onset Alzheimer's, for example, right? And uh, that's, that's sort of the interesting aspect of this of the idea that Alexa and uh, other sort of microphones that are around us could listen to our audio, listen to our speech, analyze it, and tell us what's going on with our health. Uh, Again, I think we talked about this, just the privacy concerns, uh, having uh, Alexa listen to our voice all the time. Uh, I think a lot of people would have a hard time with that. But, uh, you know, again, on the flip side, uh, you know, having that ability to possibly diagnose something like that early could uh, help a lot of people. This is exactly the problem, right? Is Nobody really wants Alexa to listen to them all the time because we don't like the idea of other human beings having access to our private lives in that way. And, you know, recently Alexa sort of creeped us out when we learned that some human beings do listen to some of our Alexa recordings just for quality control purposes and to improve the machine learning algorithm and all that. That's not cool because uh, Amazon didn't tell us that was happening. And it's just an example of the reason that people are a little bit cautious about uh, letting these devices into their homes. Do you think there'll be any further uh, things they can do on on the health side with this? Well, look, Amazon is incredibly interested in exploring this opportunity. And some doctors are paying attention. Did you know that in the U.S., uh, Amazon has recently, like earlier this year, they uh, became HIPAA compliant. So what that means is uh, they are now able to store data from their customers uh, as long as they have their consent and use it for personal health reasons, right? 
that's under a special legislation. And there's been some amazing apps, some amazing skills that have been developed with this. Like, just for example, Mike, the Boston Children's Hospital, uh, it will give parents uh, care or caregivers of children uh, that they're taking care of uh, a special Alexa skill so that if they're tracking um, what's happening to one of their children patients post-operation, they'll uh, enable this skill with the parents so parents can just talk to Alexa and give their care team updates with their voice in their home. I mean, that's pretty handy. There's no question about, about that. Has that been well-received? Yeah, yeah I, I, absolutely. It's still active, and uh, it's received like a five-star rating. So um, you can imagine that this is not something that a lot of people are using, and it was just introduced this year. So, uh, But there's other examples. Like there's another skill called Express Scripts. So this is from... Um, a pharmacy services organization, right? So again, this is all in the U.S. We don't have this in Canada yet, but it's a good example of what's to come, right? So people that are members of Express Scripts, they uh, get pharmaceuticals delivered to their home through prescriptions they have, and they can check up with Alexa on where that prescription is. Is my refill in the mail? It has it not been shipped yet, or am I not getting it for two more weeks? That sort of information. That is uh, fast, fascinating stuff. Um, it, do you worry or do you think other people worry that uh, Amazon has other uh, nefarious uh, things in line for these type of health things because they can actually sell people prescriptions and, and all sorts of health aids? I know, I know that people suspect that because people I talk to will not even consider putting Alexa in their homes yeah. because they're convinced that Amazon is spying on them for the purposes of selling the ads or even worse than that sometimes, right? But, you know, what the HIPAA compliance means by law is that Amazon is not allowed to share your data with any third party. So the, the intent of that law is that when you are you giving your personal health information to somebody like Boston Children's Hospital, for example, if you wanted to use their app because your child has had gone through some sort of operation there and you wanted to stay in touch with your care team this way, you, you are protected by law that your data could not then be used by Amazon or by another third party for any other purpose. You're assured the privacy of your data being used for the intent uh, that you gave consent for. Fascinating stuff. We've been talking with our good friend Brian Jackson over at IT World Canada all about some updates uh, with uh, Amazon Echo and uh, the Alexa voice assistant when it comes to health. We'll continue to uh, follow up on this story in the weeks to come as they add more skills for that. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thanks for having me. You are back with the App Show. Mike, Graham, and Christina here today. We've got our guest host in as well, John Beeler. Thanks for come, coming in once more. Uh, before we get to our hot uh, five uh, app countdown, this week it's the hot five new Android apps you need to try out. Uh, Graham, do you have uh, an iPhone tip for us? I do have an iPhone tip. So one of the things that I really love about the iPhone is AirDrop. It's a really cool feature, right? You can transfer pictures back and forth. You can send uh, websites to people. Uh, so it's, it's a really cool thing that goes from phone to phone without using the cellular network. It's quite fast. The other thing that I really like about my iPhone is uh, the password keeper. Okay. You guys have used this, right? No. 
So it, it I think I I think it's using it by itself. Yeah. So basically, yeah. you you put a password on a website. It asks if you want to save it. It saves the password for you. So the next time you go there, you can use the it password. Com- plugin. It comes up. Yes, I yes. see that. Yeah. So did you know that you can actually go to the password keeper in uh, general in settings, right? You'll actually see app and passwords there. If you click on that, you can find your passwords in that list. Now here's the really cool thing: if you want to share a password with someone, you can long press on that password or 3D press on it, and it will bring up the option to copy the password or airdrop it. It's a really handy way of sharing access to things like Netflix and other sites like that right through your iPhone to someone else's iPhone. So we could do that to Mike for our Get Connected and App Show content on Google Drive? That's right. I, uh, Mike has a little bit of difficulty with his Google password. It's, it's been so does Christina. <laughs> <laughs> and so we can, we can share those passwords back to you very easily. I'm kind of excited about that. It is a cool feature. Okay, let's get to the best part here. The Weekly App Hot 5. This week's Hot 5 app countdown is the Hot 5 new Android apps you need to try. And this is uh, courtesy of digitaltrends.com. Starting off at number five, Graham, we've got Spark Email. Spark Email. I love Spark Email. It's actually a really great email client. So instead of using the default uh, email app on your phone, uh, Spark Email is a really great option. So it has a feature called Smart Inbox, which allows you to sort by different uh, types of features, whether it's unread or from different people. Uh, It has the ability to snooze emails. So if something comes in and maybe it's like a sale, you can snooze that for half an hour or an hour and come back to it later. And it's a really great option because it also has a built-in to-do list by being able to snooze those emails and get to them later. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. Number four on the Hot 5 uh, app countdown this week, and again, Hot 5 new Android apps, we've got Scribble. If you're an Instagram user, Scribble is the app for you. It's aimed at those who want to make their stories a little more interesting and allows you to draw interesting animations right in your stories. In Instagram? Yes. Very cool. I got to get on that. On the Instagram? On the Instagram. You have a profile on the I Instagram. Know. It's just selfies of Mike. It's just selfies of me. You're in some of them. I am. Yeah. Mine's nothing but cats all the way down, personally. Yeah. Cats and cocktails, I thought, actually. I thought I'd take the world by storm, having this kind of, you know, selfie, uh, Mike selfie kind of style, but it it's not really. No. We'll work on first. that. You and everybody else on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's beating me by a little. I'm shocked, but it's close. Okay, let's get to the number three Android app that you need to try. And uh, John, uh, this one here is called Rise. Yes, so if you're looking to take control of your sleep schedule, Rise is the app for you. Uh, The app is aimed at helping you sleep better through a series of relaxation techniques, including mindfulness meditation, guided imagery, muscle relaxation, and commitment therapy, which sounds ominous. Um, It also (laughs) offers a diary to help record your sleeping progress. (laughs) Christina would like commitment therapy. Because I'm commitment phobic? Yes, but that's a whole yeah. other show. That's a, that is a yeah. whole other show indeed. Number two on the uh, Hot 5 app countdown, we're talking about uh, new Android apps you need to try. Download Navi. It can sometimes be a little tricky to manage your downloads on Android. And for those that want a bit more control over Android downloads, Download Navi is the way to go. The app essentially lists all your downloads and allows you to navigate by file type, including images, videos, and so on. Again, download Navi. And the number one Hot 5 app this week for new Android apps you got to try is called Battery Notch. Battery Notch. Uh, So Android has embraced the notch, right? Cameras now have a border around them. And so what do you do with that notch? Well, Battery Notch, it actually gives you the ability to see how much battery you've got left by putting an outline around that notch. 
And as that outline decreases, your battery life is going down. So this is actually a really cool way of looking at your phone without having to look for a percentage or another meter and see exactly how much battery you've got left. That's kind of cool. I love it. That's the Hot 5 app countdown this week. When we come back from the break, we still have a lot more to talk about here on the app show, including our travel app of the week and uh, a few skills as well. You're listening to the app show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Well, I know a lot of people uh, use messaging apps uh, on their smartphones and computers. One of the more popular ones uh, is WhatsApp, used worldwide by hundreds of millions of people. Well, it's uh, had a security breach. To help us understand uh, what happened and what it means to you, we've got our mobile expert, Shruti Shikar from Mobile Syrup on the line. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Mike. How are you? I am great. Uh, Not so great because I use WhatsApp all the time. What's going on? What happened? Yeah, I use WhatsApp too. It's not so great. <laughs> no, everything's getting hacked and breached. There's yeah. there's no safety anymore. Really, there isn't. Well, essentially, the, the company, the it's a voice over IP uh, text messaging uh, company, uh, which I'm sure many people use. In fact, 1.5 billion people users are on this app. Um, the company discovered a flaw in early May. Um, basically, attackers used um, to install a software that basically um, latches onto the to the app, and what the way that they would hack phones is they would essentially call the user, and so the user would get sort of an anonymous phone call or a phone call from an unknown number that that's not in their contact list, and whether or not you pick up the phone, you're still hacked. So it's really concerning because you don't actually know whether you've been hacked. I mean. For all you know, you could have received a phone call and not even noticed that you received that phone call. Um, and essentially, these hackers, once they've made that phone call, they're now on your phone. They have access to everything that's on your phone. And they also can, um, you know, surveil you through your camera. So not to freak you out, but that's kind of concerning. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that bad. Uh, they can yeah, they can see you bad. through your camera as well. Is this just for Android users, do you know, uh, or is it iPhone as well? It's iPhone and Android, um, and it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty concerning. But but the good thing is that WhatsApp has actually issued a statement saying that they've discovered the malware um, and they've actually issued a patch. Uh, and if your phone hasn't already automatically updated WhatsApp, then you should probably go into the App Store or Google Play Store um, and actually physically update the WhatsApp app because a new version actually eliminates the, the malware. So, you know, the good thing is that if you've been hacked, you can get rid of it. The bad thing is you don't know if you've been hacked or not. So, like, oh my you God. know, it's not a good thing. So uh, to the listeners out there, if you're using WhatsApp, make sure that you have the latest updated version to make uh, sure that you do not uh, get hacked and uh, have people looking at you through your own smartphone camera. Do we know who was behind it and why? Yeah, so the Financial Times reported that it was actually, well, we don't actually know who the hackers are, but that the actual software was created by um, an Israeli group called the NSO group. Um, And this group is essentially in charge of sort of looking at cybersecurity, looking at intelligence. Like, it's a firm that essentially looks at these type of things. And this technology or this spyware has actually been developed by them to be used by police officers to fight crime. However, um, you know, it's worth noting that this type of spyware has repeatedly been used to hack journalists, 
lawyers, human rights defenders. So it's 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 unfortunate that you know hackers could get a hold of this type of software and use it on you know people and make and make people vulnerable. Um, but essentially, the spyware was designed to be used by police. Um, and officers to to uh, fight crime. And now the criminals have it. Exactly. And now the criminals have it. <laughs> so what do we, Shruti, what do we do here? Like everything in our lives is digital now. Is there any safe, uh, safe harbor where we can use these apps and not have to worry about getting breached or spied on? I mean, honestly, I, it's kind of like saying whether or not you should have your pictures posted on Instagram or not. I mean, like if you really don't want an online presence, then don't do it. No one's stopping you from having a cell phone. No one's stopping you from not being on the internet. I mean, you might just be like the 1% of people who might (laughs) not be on the internet. Living in a cabin in the woods. (laughs) Exactly. But I think the overall, um, I guess, picture of it is that, you know, just be safe with what you're doing. Make sure your software is always updated. And make sure that you're taking precautions. You know, don't don't go on the internet and do stupid things to get you in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert on that, but I, I mean, I, I guess I would just say, you know, just just be careful with what you're doing on the internet, right? Because you never know, especially in 2019. Despite all the technology that we have, it's actually ironic that that's the technology that's actually causing this harm. So, you know, be cautious, be careful. You know, just just stay safe. And and if you get hacked, well, you get hacked. Make sure you don't have naked pictures on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) I got to delete all of those uh, right, right away. Do you think WhatsApp, uh, do you think WhatsApp uh, acted uh, quickly on this? Uh, How are, how are they looking? You know, I've been asked this question before too. And uh, I think it's, it's very good that they came out with this statement very quickly and they were working on a patchwork very, very quickly as well. Um, It's also important to note that it was actually the university of Toronto that discovered uh, that helped WhatsApp discover this um, this malware. So it's it's pretty interesting that they were able to come up with this and find out, you know, how to get rid of the spyware. Um, and I think it's very efficient that WhatsApp came out with a statement right away and came out with a patch right away to fix, um, you know, users and their the application. I think the bigger question and the concerning part is that WhatsApp is owned by Facebook, and as we know, Facebook has um, sort of been under scrutiny for quite some time now for uh, breakthroughs in cybersecurity, breakthroughs with surveillance, how it does advertising, how it uses, you know, information, people's information and the data. So I think the bigger question is whether or not this will affect um, the social media's reputation or whatnot. But I think it was very responsible of WhatsApp to actually put out a statement as soon as they can and also put out an update to fix that. You know, it would have been one thing if WhatsApp came out with a statement and said, oh, there was a a spyware on your phone and now we're trying to figure it out. But they took it one step and they said, hey, there was a spyware. We're sorry, but here's the patch and you should fix your phone, you know? Exactly. We're talking with Shruti Shakar from MobileSyrup.com, a great website, uh, all about uh, the latest mobile news, tips and tricks. You have to check it out. Shruti, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me, Mike. And as Shruti said, uh, make sure if you are using WhatsApp, and 1.5 billion of us are, make sure you have the updated version. When we come back from the break, still more apps to talk about, uh, including our travel app of the week. Back after this. You're back with the app show. We've got Mike uh, Graham and Christina here, and of course, uh, John Beeler, our guest host today. Uh, 
We've got a travel app. We've got some skills. Let's start with some skills. Uh, when we talk about skills, these are uh, voice command skills for your Amazon Echo device with Alexa. You can download them from the Alexa app on your device. So, Graham, what do we got? Well, uh, so the Avengers Endgame movie has just recently come out. And yes. People are, you know, they're really, really into it. Uh, one of the characters is is Groot. Yes. All right. The, the sentient tree played by Vin Diesel. Um some, just a really cool character. So there is an app or there's a skill on Alexa uh, called Groot, which you can install. And you can actually uh, ask this skill any number of questions. It's actually very proficient in being able to give you very detailed answers about a lot of different things. I was asking about quantum theory. Uh, I was asking about uh, when the next uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie is coming out. And uh, basically it will give you a very detailed answer for pretty much almost any question that you can ask. And like real ones. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The, the unfortunate thing is it answers in Groot. And that answer is always, I am Groot. I am Groot. Well, that's probably the easiest Alexa skill ever made. Right. And yes. also the easiest money Vin Diesel ever made. Vin Diesel. Yeah, he's probably, he is Groot. He's getting a cut, cut out of this. Uh, good times. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the travel app of the week. We go over to Christina for that. We have weather up this week. Weather up. Yes, this is a weather app, and I know what you're thinking. That's not a travel app. But this actually has a really cool feature called event forecasts. So it will actually give you the weather forecast for certain events that you have uh, you have in your calendar, including in other countries. I like that. Yeah. What's it called again? Weather up. Weather, also, weather up. Yes. It also has some live weather maps and our hourly forecasts and some great icons you can choose from for your weather forecasts. Very cool. Yeah. Free? Free on the App Store. Fantastic. Uh, we have a little bit of time left. Uh, John, I just want to quickly talk about a little device that uh, you and I have been uh, trying out, uh, the new Osmo Mobile. Mobile Pocket. Mobile Pocket, sorry. Uh, so this is interesting. Uh, DJ, DJI, I can never say that. They make drones. They also make these little handheld gimbals that uh, have cameras in them, or you can put your iPhone in them. And they're amazing because you can kind of have like a steady cam experience when you're shooting video. They've come out with this new one called the Mobile Pocket. And this thing is amazing. Like, describe the size of it. It's like a uh, maybe an extended Pez dispenser. That's actually a really good description. The yeah. Pez dispenser, just for, for the listeners to hear the size of this thing, except it has a little tiny camera in the end of that Pez dispenser yes. that will track you, and it has a tiny little screen. It's essentially what they've done is they've taken the camera system off of their drones yes. and made it into a little handheld stick figure that you can hold on to or you can sort of place it on the table and it will actually track your face as you walk around or you can hold it out in front of you uh, or even put it on a selfie stick and make it even further out in front of you and it has a nice super wide angle uh, lens it shoots in 4k uh, and it's fantastic. So this is great for content creators. If you're making YouTube videos, uh, maybe social videos for your business as well, and you want a professional look, uh, because again, that gimbal just makes every movement smooth, and it's in 4K yeah. as well. It is amazing, great quality. It's fantastic. And it has a little uh, connector on the side. You actually can dock it to your phone, uh, in any phone, Android or iOS, and it comes with connectors for both. And uh, basically, it allows you to use your phone as a much larger screen. It gives you more control, and you can actually download the, the videos and photos you take with it, and time lapses and panoramics and a whole bunch of other modes that it has uh, onto your phone and edit them in professional quality with sound, uh, music, and uh, even cool titles and stuff like that too, all on the on the app. What about audio? 
The audio is probably one of its biggest, weakest links. Uh, is It has good uh, microphones for holding it in front of you. It's really meant for vloggers and that type of thing. Uh, but uh, it does have an external uh, uh, port. You can plug in an external microphone. Very cool. That's all the time we have left. Don't forget to listen to our podcast for our sister show, Get Connected, uh, and also here, the app show. You can get it uh, on iTunes and uh, all your favorite uh, podcasting sites and apps. This is Mike, Graham, and Christina, and our guest host, John, signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.